Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Episode number 12. This is Wendy L. Alexander of the Global Success Society Talk Show. I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me again. If you've missed the past episodes, please make sure that you go back and listen. And I do appreciate you. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Global Success Society. Also on Facebook at Global Success Society as well. Instagram at inspiring.decisions. Make sure you check us out at www.globalsuccesssociety.com for all of our events. Uh, we host uh, a yearly event in Dubai, have another event coming up in Ghana. We would love to see you there. Um, but on this episode, we're actually going to talk about doing business globally. And I'm sure you all, uh, a couple of you out there have actually sent me some messages and said, you know what, can you talk about global business on your podcast? And so I said, yes, I will definitely do that. And so today we're going to talk about doing business globally, and I'm going to give you a few tips. Um, as most of you all know, I've been doing global business for over 14 years now. I am actually from the U.S., but I live in Dubai 10 months out of the year doing international business, and I absolutely love it. I help women entrepreneurs to build and brand their businesses globally by doing consulting. I do training as well as my events internationally. And so again, today we're going to talk about building a global business. And I just want to give you a few pointers, a few tips on getting started, because I think it's important um, to share this information with you, especially before you just jump out there and take the leap. And so I'm going to start off with my number one, my number one tip, and please get your pens and papers and make sure you write this down. My number one tip to you is to make sure that you understand the culture. Make sure that you learn the culture. Make sure that you respect the culture. And that doesn't mean that you go on Google and you say, hmm, let me Google about Dubai and the people and what they do, the Muslim culture. Let me go to India and Google. No, what that means is that you find someone who is living in that country, we have social media, which means that it makes it so much easier to connect with people in different countries and different cultures. So what I want you to do is I want you to go on social media and I want you to connect with some people. And I'm sure you you're already connected to probably the people that you have uh, you want to connect with or you need to be connecting with. And you just haven't reached out to them about doing global business. They're right there. That's your easiest referral. That's number two. Your easiest referral is the people in your back door, the people that you are actually connected to already in these other countries. If you look on Instagram, um, it definitely tells you like what countries people are following you from, what states and cities. Um, what I would do is once you find out that it's a certain country that you would like to do business in, why not post? Why not do um, some paid advertisement to that country? Um, even like I said, if it's just to find out about the culture, because the first thing you want to do is find out about the culture. You want to connect with people and build a relationship. You don't want to just start selling. Again, you do not want to just start selling. It's about building relationships. It's about sustainability. It's not about just making a connection and moving on to the next one. And so you want to build these relationships. You want to find someone that you can connect with. And then you want to see if your product or service actually matches what that country needs. Does it make sense for you to be in that market? You need to identify your target market and determine whether or not you will also have uh, revenue streams. Is it is it that you're going to be there? And you're not going to make money. 
you know, and we don't want that. And so you want to make sure you're definitely doing your research, right? What markets do you want to serve? You know, ask yourself that question. Is there a need and ways to pay? Can your business grow in that market? And then after you figure all that out, how are you going to get paid? Now, we love PayPal in America and some other countries, but PayPal is not as accessible and it's not as friendly to some people. And so it might mean that you need to research other payment sources that are in that country, which means that you can find out how by the people that you have connected with and built the relationships with already. So you want to make sure that you can even get paid in that country that you're trying to do business in. Because the first thing we do is like, oh, I'm going to do PayPal. Well, guess what? You might not be able to do PayPal. I am working right now in a country um, that uh, does not uh, accept PayPal. It just will not work. We've tried and it's just not working. And so this is probably my fifth country that I've had that happened to. But I had researched so many payment resources. Like I have so many. And if you would like that list, you could email me at www.info at globalsuccesssociety.com. That's www.info at globalsuccesssociety.com. And I'll make sure I put that email address inside of the show notes. But again, um, I have a bunch of payment resources. Like I'm not going to get caught anymore. I had people in Pakistan who was trying to send me money. And so I have a way for them to send me money. So you want to make sure that you can get your money as well as provide good quality services. Also, you want to ask yourself, what incentives do my in-country partner team have to help grow my business? Which is basically the people that you are around. Do you have a partner? Do you have people that you collaborate with locally, right? That's right there around you that can actually help you grow your business. Have you asked someone who you collaborate with, do you do business in another country? Do you know someone that does business in China? Whatever country it is that you're trying to do, because you just never know who might be able to help you just move along a little bit faster. All right. And then this next thing you want to do is you want to determine the product market fit and the customized local product. So you want to ask yourself, will my customers learn about the product? I'm sorry. What will my customers learn about the product? How do I get adoption in the market? What are my distributing channels? So distribution, distribution channels, sorry, <laughs> tongue twister. Listen, I've been, I'm jet lag and I'm try, I just wanted to make sure I got this recording out. So I'm a little jet lag just getting back here in Dubai. But again, you want to make sure that you are connected with the right people, that you have the correct channels, that your product um, is something that everyone can actually use because it is not one size fit all. So in other words, for example... I'm not going to come to Saudi Arabia and try to sell a bunch of pork rinds. I'm just saying, because what? Because we know that pork is actually against the culture, right? That's part of their religion is they don't eat pork, right? So why would you come being disrespectful, being honest, being disrespectful and talking about pork rinds? Why would you do that? You know, that doesn't even make sense. You know, your product is not needed there. You know, come with something that's going to benefit them. That's one thing I love, honestly, about Dubai. I love about the Muslim culture is that they are very open to pretty much anything, to be honest with you, as long as you stay within the guidelines and respectful of their culture. And sometimes, honestly, it goes outside of their culture. But again, 
you want to be careful of what you're actually bringing and what you're actually uh, marketing to them that's going to actually make sense. And so, again, I wouldn't bring anything to the table that's dealing with pork unless you're saying, okay, well, the reason why I'm bringing this to you is because I noticed that you have a lot of expats that are in the area, a lot of Westerners that um, do eat pork and this will actually benefit. Da, 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 da. Now, if you're doing something like that, that's totally different. But if you're just coming in straight, it doesn't, you know, you have to have a reason to be able to um, to be able to do something like that. So those are my top things about doing business in a, uh, a different country. Um, the other thing is, when it comes to contracts, you want to make sure that you don't get hung up on a piece of paper. Not every con- contract in every country has a piece of paper. It doesn't. Sometimes you have verbal Are you going to be able to accept that? Are you going to be able to move forward with what you need to do? Or is it that you have to have a piece of paper? And that's my question to you as I end this podcast. Would you be able to move forward with doing business internationally if you did not have a written contract? Email me. I want to know your thoughts. Again, at info at globalsuccesssociety.com. Let me know your thoughts. And again, this is Wendy L. Alexander. This is episode number 12. Um, Please make sure to come back and visit us for the next episode. Again, we are here every Wednesday, every Wednesday. We will be here. Bring your pens, papers, your notebooks, whatever it is, recordings, and make sure you take notes. We talk about everything between wellness and business. We'll have some guest speakers as well. If you would like to be a guest speaker on our podcast, please uh, email us at info at globalsuccesssociety.com. Again, info at globalsuccesssociety.com. Thank you so much for joining me and you all have a good one.